Have you ever felt spiritually, emotionally and physically tired? Sometimes all at the same time. And have you ever felt sometimes or occasionally a little bit indifferent to life and spiritual matters itself? Well, if your answer to that is yes, then that is exactly what I'm going to be covering in today's podcast. Today I'm going to be talking about what we do with the days and the moments and times in our lives when we just don't feel like it. (laughs) And concerning spiritual matters, concerning our um, disciplines that we cultivate daily in the Lord. There's some days where we just cannot be bothered. I don't know if you've had days like that, but I certainly have days like that and often. But through it, God teaches me and and is continuing to teach me the importance of persisting and pursuing through the hard moments and pushing through my feelings and also understanding my feelings and how to process my feelings concerning my down and off days. It's first important to note that we have a very, very, very big aspect of us, which is human, and God totally understands that. And whenever I used to have down days, as I call it, so the days where I just I just didn't feel like anything, you know, I just felt a little bit weary physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. The list was long, <laughs> too long for me. And you just kind of feel like just walking away, <laughs> you know, not walking away from the faith, but walking away from the things that you have to do every day or the things that you cultivate every day. And you just want to walk out in a field somewhere or just sit somewhere and just stare over the horizon at nothing and just kind of blank everything out for a few hours. And I got to a stage where where I was having those kind of feelings frequently because when you get physically fatigued as well, you can lose your momentum, your kind of spiritual momentum, your mental the pace at which your mental um, kind of capacity, what you can take in mentally and how you flow as well. You can lose a lot of that just by feeling physically fatigued. And a lot of us have so many to-do lists, so, so, so many long, long to-do lists that we wake up in the morning instantly thinking about all the things that need to be done, all the things that need to be achieved and ticked off, all the different types of ways that we want to achieve success and sometimes that can drive anxiety and that can drive an overburdening that we actually place upon ourselves and unless the Lord has given us a burden which actually no let me let me let me correct that god doesn't give us the type of burden that we give ourselves okay so when god gives us a burden for something it is an intense passionate 
deep-rooted conviction and desire to pursue something. And there is grace behind it. Much, much grace and strength behind it. Even if we do not know how, when, why and what. There is a deep conviction within us. That's a burden that the Lord places on us. When we place a burden upon ourselves, a lot of the times it's got to do with expectations that we set for ourselves based upon where we believe we ought to be in life versus where other people are in life. And that can fill us with a lot of dread, anxiety, fear and weariness. So what do you do with with all of that? And as I mentioned before, I I went through a period where I was feeling that intensely for for a number of weeks. And I was thinking to myself, Lord, what is going on here? You know, I feel like I've lost my momentum. I feel like I've lost my desire. I know I love you, Lord. Of course, that's not going to change. But I feel as though my... I sense as though spiritually I just feel a little bit dull, I feel a little bit weak, I just feel weary, physically I feel shattered, Um, I got a little bit of anxiety and worry in my mind because I'm thinking about all the things that need to be done on my long to-do list to do with the shop, to do with the blog, to do with this and that and home and church and so many different things and he drew me to Colossians 1.9 interestingly um, where Paul is talking about, so, so Colossians 1, 9 through to 12, where Paul is talking us about us being filled with the knowledge of his will through wisdom and understanding that the spirit gives. And when I read that particular passage, it struck a chord with me and I thought, okay, I'm going to camp out here for a little bit. I'm going to meditate on this word and I'm going to slow down and think about what it means to be filled by the Lord. So I really wanted to talk about that today and encourage you, lady, if you are in a place where you are just feeling a bit washed out, a little bit fatigued, a little bit weary, a little bit fed up, frustrated, lost, confused, I have been there and some days I still am there. (laughs) Um, But God has encouraged me through it. And so I just wanted to share what I have learnt and how I am learning to deal with the days when I just do not feel like it. So being filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom, spiritual understanding. First of all, it's important to note that in order to be filled by the Lord, there must be an intentional effort on our part to desire to know him. And of course, many of us desire to know the Lord. And so we pursue him with all our hearts. Desiring to know the Lord and being intentional in our effort to know him requires great sacrifice on our part and it speaks and calls for an earnest desire plea and chasing after the sacred 
it's it's a pursuit after God himself to know him and to walk with him and I think when we know the Lord we we realize that his burden really is light when we know him and we understand his ways and we understand his gentleness we understand the way he pursues us we understand how he understands us and I'll put it in a bit of context so when it comes to for example the days where you feel really off you just you just can't be bothered you just you know want to stay in bed all day um zero motivation um when I when I used to feel like that I used to be plagued with so much guilt so much guilt to the point where it was as though I was trying to earn my being in good standing or being in God's good books for a particular day. And so for the days that I felt off and tired, I was really hard on myself. I would plague myself with so much guilt. I would force myself to do things because I believe that if I if I push myself to do it and force myself to do it, then God would be pleased with me. Um, and I imagine this this God looking down on me with such disappointment and such anger um, that I was feeling I have I was having an off day or an off season, and or I was having a discouraging season or a discouraging day or you know I was struggling to feel motivated or to 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 get my desire back to Him. And during those times, I would go to read the book of Psalms. That was the only thing that the Holy Spirit was impressing upon my heart, to go and read the book of Psalms and just look at the life of David. And when I looked at the life of David, I'm always so touched by his life and how he walked with God. His relationship with God was raw and it was real. Ups, downs, good bad, bad, ugly, everything in between. David experienced it with God and he was real with God. And that taught me a very, very big lesson that the Lord doesn't stand upon us, upon our shoulders, accusing us for the weaknesses that we have in our flesh. Now, sometimes we may have sinned, we may have, we may be um, intentionally distracting ourselves with things that are not that great we we may be you know uh, numbing ourselves intentionally to spiritual things so that we can be more alive to worldly things and of course they will pull us away from God but for the moments where we 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 just generally and genuinely just feel weary in spirit in the flesh and mentally God doesn't God God is not accusing us the Bible tells us that Satan that he is our adversary, that he is our enemy, and he is the one that stands upon our shoulders, accusing us and plaguing us with so much guilt. God's way is to assure us and to draw us back onto himself by grace. He doesn't stand accusingly over us. And I had to learn and I had to internalize that. And look at the nature of God and look at the 
heart of God. And it doesn't mean that God isn't grieved by our behavior sometimes and our actions and our choices sometimes when we choose other things above him. But there is much grace there. And I I was just thinking about the fact that even, you know, when you think about uh, Jesus, he is able he was able to he's able to the bible tells us that he's able to identify with our weaknesses and the temptations that we go through because he himself was here in the flesh and so we have that assurance that actually god understands the things that we go through in the flesh and he understands our weaknesses he he sympathizes with our weaknesses however we should be encouraged that Christ overcame them and as we are in him even when we have our off days we have some of our bad days um, we have some of the days where we struggle that ultimately we have a greater hope in that we overcome we don't stay in the same state I really want to encourage you with that we don't stay in the same state as long as we keep in our eyes on the Lord, even in our weak moments. So, you know, that is how we can even bear fruit in our moments of weakness and in our in our moments of struggle. And it's just to remember that also God is the one that has qualified us to be partakers in his inheritance. We don't work for it. We don't force ourselves to be pleasing to God. He's already pleased with us if we have given our lives to Christ and are under that covering of the blood of Jesus Christ. I really want to encourage you with that because that for me was a big eye opener and a big encourager to my heart. Firstly, reading the Psalms and seeing David and his experience in his walk with the Lord. And what what really struck me with David is he continued on with the Lord. And that's a really, really, really big part of our faith walk. You know, because the reality is that we will have bad days. We will have days where we fail tests. You know, when we just blow up and do something unexpected. When we are fed up and we want to walk away. When we are so discouraged to the point where we we feel lost and we feel blinded and we feel confused by everything. We will have those days. And David is such a wonderful example of somebody who walked through all of those life seasons. But he continued on with the Lord. His heart still loved, yearned and sought after God even in his mess. I really want to encourage you with that because one of the things that the enemy will lie to us about is that once we're struggling, once we are, we can't show any weakness, you know, and once we have off days or we have days that we're struggling, we have days that we don't feel like it, you know, we've kind of fallen off um, the path or so should I say, you know, that there's no more continuing on with the Lord because we've we've stained our relationship with him. When that, in fact, is the biggest lie that we can ingest and accept. 
there is a continuing on that must be done with the Lord. And that is very, very important to remember. Um, It's so significant on our part. And I always ask myself when I get into into these kind of states, you know, Alethea, do you want to continue on with the Lord? Yes. Do you want to continue abiding in him? Yes. Okay. You don't, you don't feel your flesh doesn't feel like it today. Spiritually, you might be feeling a bit tired, a bit discouraged, a bit weary. Encourage yourself in the Lord. As David said, my soul, why are you cast down? We ought to be able to speak to our souls. Why are why am I cast down? Lord, why am I cast down? Holy Spirit, why do I feel cast down? Search my heart. You know me better than I know myself. What is going on with me? And until we begin to ask God these questions and stop seeing him as somebody who's standing over us accusing um, and we have to work so hard to try and appease him and make him happy and until we get real in our dialogue with him we can't see when he's he's shining his torchlight into our hearts for us to do that heart search to see where we might be with him in a particular season and that is a way that is also continuing on in faith that is a way of continuing on in faith with the lord because it means that even in our weak moments in the moments where we are struggling and we don't know the answers we don't know which way we're going today or tomorrow we're still going to the lord we're still going to the Lord and in his gracious, merciful way, he strengthens us even as we go to him with our weaknesses and our struggles. I see it almost like a reflection of like marriage, for example. When you start the marriage covenant, it's the most exhilarating, exciting thing that you could ever think to yourself that you would ever be a part of, apart from maybe childbearing and, you know, um, yeah, I guess maybe childbearing and setting up any other kind of successful thing in life. But marriage is like such a pinnacle point of, of for many of us. And when you enter into that marriage covenant, you, you stand before somebody as his wife. He stands before you as your husband. It is, you think to yourself, oh my goodness, wow, what a crossover, what a milestone, what an incredible gift this is to me. Somewhere along the line, weariness sets in. Weariness, not because you don't love the person and the person doesn't love you, but because the day-to-day rigor of life can make us weary and it's inevitable. The day-to-day hustling, struggling, um, you know, working things out together, it can take its toll on us, naturally speaking. And there is, it's not a bad thing, it's just the nature of life. There are responsibilities that need to be met, there are things that need to be done, things that need to be scheduled, budgeted, planned, supported, on and on and on and on and on and on. 
And along the line, you can get weary. You can get a little bit tired. You can feel like, oh, we need a vacation. (laughs) We need a holiday just to take a breather and rest and relax and recuperate and come back. But the important thing to note is that in a marriage, you don't walk away from it when you're feeling weary and when you're feeling tired because you are in union and in covenant with with that other person. So what do you do when you're feeling weary and you're feeling tired? You do, you pull away with that person. Many people go on holiday, many people take a few days out, maybe, maybe many people take, you know, a weekend, just husband and wife, just to go out and do something, you know, to reconnect, to get their minds off of the things that they need to do just for a few moments, whatever it might be that they do, but there is a continuing on, there isn't an abandonment, there is a continuing on and not an abandonment and that's how we ought to see our down days with God. What does it mean and what does it require of us to continue on with the Lord in faith. It means that there is a commitment and a resolve to stay loyal to Jesus amid the alternative voices, even our own voices. (laughs) You know, there's a commitment to choose to stay close to our bridegroom, not when we are at our strongest, but consistently when we are even at our weakest. There's a choosing to see Jesus with fresh eyes every single day and being grounded in this and no other. So for the down days that we have, the days that we want to forget, we actually draw near because that's where we experience his strength the most when we are weak. Continuing on with the Lord means having to sacrifice to see the Lord and to be with him. When other alternatives will definitely crop up, seeking to feed our flesh and draw us away from him. Remember, you can only continue in something when you truly value it. And God really encouraged me not to move away from the hope of the gospel to another hope. That's really important as well. Really, really, really important. And so I just really want to encourage you today that even with your down days and the the days that we all struggle with, you're not alone in it at all. Keep the hope of the gospel alive in your heart. Hold it dear to your heart each and every single day. Laying hold to the claims of Christ and your position. Resist the enemy and his lies that you have to present yourself perfect to God each day. Instead, submit yourself to him in weakness, in strength, in everything in between. And allow him to be God. Allow him to be the strength that you need when you are weak. 
keep hope alive in him in 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 Christ and the work that he's doing in your heart and in your life knowing that ultimately he is working things out for your good and ultimately in the relationship that you have with him he doesn't stand above you accusingly but lovingly seeking to draw you to him by grace really pray that encourages you um Please do get in touch with your comments um, via the blog if you want to talk more about this topic, www.theechoesofherheart.com. So that's www.theechoesofherheart.com or via Instagram, The Echoes of Her Heart. And yes, I pray that it's a blessing to you. Um, because it definitely blessed me and it's taught me and continuing to teach me a lot about my relationship with God and how he desires or how he does walk with me. Stay blessed, ladies, until the next podcast. Bye.